Why is Son Goku a little boy? Why is he naked? Who's the dirty old man? And why is Baby so angry? <laughs> we will answer these and more questions today as we discuss Dragon Ball GT on the Irreverent Nerds podcast. Stay tuned for more. I'm Richard. And I'm Will. And together we're... The, the Irreverent, Irreverent Nerds! Nerds. Bum, bum, bum. Hey nerds, so Richard here. I am starting this recording without my good buddy Will. Because we are running out of time. <laughs> it's getting late. We've been having technical difficulty after technical difficulty for this week's episode. Uh, we've got a release tomorrow, so I'm jumping in. He is trying to get Zoom working on his computer, just having issues. We're not sure what's causing it. So he may or may not be joining me tonight. You gotta love uh, technology, right? When it works great, it's amazing. When it doesn't, it's just frustrating, right? So, what's our topic for tonight? Dragon Ball GT. So this is a topic of William's choice. Uh, this is a series that he is currently watching through himself. I believe he said he's on episode 40, something like that. Um, not sure what season that is specifically. He said the series really starts to get good around episode 30. And we are supposed to talk about it tonight. Obviously, I am the novice when it comes to the series. I've literally only watched the first episode. Uh, just finished that a little earlier this evening. So I was going to pepper Will with all kinds of questions about the series. He was going to tell me what he loves about it and give his synopsis, maybe talk about favorite episodes, etc., which may still happen. Uh, but for now, um, just to <laughs> fill some time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is important, too. So I'm going to read um, the entry from Wikipedia just to let you learn a little bit about Dragon Ball GT uh, along with me. Because, uh, again, I'm the novice here. The expert is still to come. So, according to Wikipedia.org, Dragon Ball GT is a 1996-1997 Japanese anime television series based on Akira Toriyama's, Akira, excuse me, Toriyama's Dragon Ball manga. Produced by Toy Animation, the series premiered in Japan on Fuji TV and ran for 64 episodes from February 1966-1996 to November 1997. Unlike the previous two anime in the Dragon Ball franchise, Dragon Ball GT does not adapt the manga by Toriyama, but is an anime-exclusive sequel show to the Dragon Ball Z anime, with an original story using the same characters and universe, which follows the exploits of Goku, his granddaughter Pan, and their various associates. However, Toriyama had designed some of the new characters introduced to the show. So, Okira Toriyama had a hand in it. What's the basic plot? So, there are different sagas, uh, similar to the other Dragon Ball series. Uh, like when we had the episode about Dragon Ball Z with uh, Mr. Zach Williams sometime back, we talked about the different sagas and the ones that he liked. <clears throat> and since I am not an expert, I am waiting for the expert to arrive. I am going to read you some more on Wikipedia. 
So let's see. All right. So <clears throat> first we have the Black Star Dragon Balls or Baby Saga. Five years after the 28th World Martial Arts Tournament, Goku is accidentally turned back into a child by Ultimate Shenron, a much more powerful version of Shenron created by the nameless Namekian before he split into Kami and King Piccolo, who can grant any single wish regardless of any restrictions placed on the other dragons summoned from the Black Star Dragon Balls by his old enemy Emperor Pilaf. And no, that's not a rice dish. <laughs> he is then forced to travel across the universe to retrieve them, accompanied by his granddaughter Pan and Trunks, as if he does not retrieve them within a year, the Earth will explode. I did see that in the first episode. Uh, that's how it ends. Basically, there is somewhat of a prophecy, somewhat of a, I don't know if threat's even the right word, but they find out that if they don't retrieve all the Dragon Balls within a year, the Earth will explode. So the trio goes through various adventures in their journey to find the Black Star Dragon Balls until they encounter the artificial Tuffle Parasite Baby, <laughs> who intends to destroy the Saiyan race as his revenge for their extermination of the Tuffles many years ago. After turning practically all of the Earth's population, including the Saiyans, into Neo-Tuffles, Baby decides to convert Vegeta's body into his own and use it to kill Goku. Goku fights him and is quickly defeated, but after having his tail regenerated by Kibito Kai and Old Kai, transforms and achieves the power of Super Saiyan. In his new form, Goku easily overpowers Baby before destroying the evil Tuffle by propelling him into the sun with a ten times Kamehameha. Or otherwise known as, or literally translated as, tenfold turtle destruction wave. <laughs> Piccolo then sacrifices himself to permanently destroy Ultimate Shenron and the Black Star Dragon Balls when the Earth explodes after Goku and the others help the people of Earth evacuate to planet Plant, which Baby had wished back into existence using the Black Star Dragon Balls. So, obviously, I watched the first episode in that initial saga. And I have a few thoughts. Uh, sorry if these seem sacrilegious to any hardcore Dragon Ball fans. I am a relative newcomer to this series, as any of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while will know. <laughs> so in watching the intro, uh, which is, was quite long, like a full Japanese pop song, you know, obviously it was written for the series and, and tells some story you know, introduce you to the heavenly realm and things like that. But, you know, the the animation that goes along with it shows Son Goku in the nude at one point, initially from behind, and then shabam, full frontal nudity. And I'm like, is that supposed to be okay because he's been turned into a child or into his child form? Ah, perfect. Mr. Willem is here let's see if he can speak so oh oh here he comes will you're here you're here my friend yes finally all i had to do is restart the computer <laughs> technical difficulties oh gotta love it so i've been talking to the nerds here for a few minutes uh basically 
while you I was waiting for you to come, I read the intro from the Wikipedia entry on Dragon Ball GT, and I read the description of the Black Star Dragon Ball's baby saga. And I was just getting into talking about the first episode, uh, and specifically the intro, and I have an important question for you. Why is Goku naked? Exactly. What's up? <laughs> what What is up with the full frontal nudity, my friend? What the heck? Like small, like grandpa turned into a small child Goku penis. Like what the heck? <laughs> well, uh, Dragon Ball GT is essentially it's it's not really. The original creator of Dragon Ball didn't really work on the series, but uh, in effect, it was the animation studio trying to um, restart the series uh, because the series started with Goku as a kid, and he was naked a lot. That was Akira Toriyama's fault. Um, I don't know why Akira Toriyama had Goku stripped down naked to go swimming and stuff or moon people. Well, he didn't moon people necessarily. It's it's it was really a joke. They'd be like, you have the Dragon Balls and he'd drop his shorts. You mean these? <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. I mean, Goku is really innocent. He doesn't purposely moon people. It's just he's kind of dumb. But uh, when he's in his child form. Yeah, yeah, or, in the in the original Dragon Ball, in the original Dragon Ball. So I think they were trying to recapture the feel of the original Dragon Ball with the first saga of GT with Goku as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, if uh, if you if you and I or you and Zach ever stop to watch the original Dragon Ball together, be prepared. For lots of Goku tiddlywink. <laughs> uh that 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 makes me wonder a little bit uh, about the creators, but we won't go there. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, thankfully but I was waiting at, for it to happen again in the episode, and it did not. Thankfully, oh, it it eventually does, but only in like one or two episodes. That's good. I think and they weren't very good episodes either. <laughs> just skip them. You can just skip them. Yes, no one wants to see an episode about a catfish trying to marry uh, tr- Trunks, uh, cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of um, speaking of some inappropriate things, uh, so what's up with the dirty old man? The Was it the turtle? Well, that, that's Master Roshi. Master Roshi. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the uh, newest series, Dragon Ball Super, they actually... Uh, there was a lot of uh, pushback even in Japan about that because it's not politically correct anymore. Not that it was ever okay. It wasn't. But uh, but that's his character from his... Uh, it was hard to watch when I finally got around to binging Dragon Ball earlier this year. Um, yes, he is... He's a pervert. He is uh, porn-addicted. Uh, it's meant to be comedic and funny, but it's just really kind of, well... Gross. Gross. Yes, it's really gross. Um, and uh, Dragon Ball Z, for the most part, completely drops that. That's uh, 
anyway, um, that humor was mostly found in the very early Dragon Ball uh, story arcs, uh, and it was eventually dropped. Uh, in Dragon Ball Super, uh, Roshi finally conquers his weakness. But uh, well, that's good. Gotta have I a little think... bit. <clears throat> gotta have a little bit of character development, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that um, I think that when we talk about Dragon Ball GT, it's best to talk about it in parallel to the better versions of Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball GT, I, I'm binging it. I'm only up to the beginning of the Super Android 17 saga. Oh, okay. Uh, so, in essence, I've only seen the Black Star Dragon Ball saga and the Baby saga. And I did enjoy the Baby saga. It was a little ridiculous at times. Am I getting ahead of things? Should uh, I continue no. with my thoughts? No, actually, uh, like I said, I, I read the... Um... The summary from Wikipedia while I was waiting for you to come on about the Black Star Dragon Balls and the Baby Saga, they merged them into to a couple of paragraphs basically, and uh, <clears throat> you know it finishes saying Piccolo then sacrifices himself to permanently destroy Ultimate Shenron and the Black Star Dragon Balls when the Earth explodes after Goku and the others help the people of Earth evacuate to Planet Plant, which Baby had wished back into existence using the Black Star Dragon Balls. So I was curious, does Piccolo actually die or does he get in this series like or does he get resurrected later? Or maybe you don't know that yet if you haven't watched that far. Um, I haven't watched that far, but it's not unusual for the characters to get resurrected constantly. So we won't be too sad for Piccolo. He'll probably be back anyway. Yeah, just like superheroes yeah. in DC and Marvel can't be, de- can't be dead for too long there's too much money involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm sorry I forgot to warn you about Goku's tiddlywinks in the oh, uh, intro dude, it's, it's okay um, I survived <laughs> but um thoughts questions concerns <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are the what are Neo Tuffles well, I'm watching a subtitle version, but I think ah. you're talking about how Baby plants eggs into people and controls them, and they calls them basically the new... Um, it was a different word in my subtitle. It wasn't truffles, or whatever word you just used, but at least I don't think it was. I- anyway, uh, the backstory is that Baby is a some sort of cyborg mutant that was engineered by the Truffles or Tuffles or whatever their name is back on Planet Plant uh, in order to try to stop the Saiyans from taking over their planet. The Saiyans had lost their planet, so they were taking Planet Plant uh, as their own uh, to recolonize. So the Saiyans are actually the bad guys in this sense, but uh, so you kind of feel bad for the baby character, but at the same time, he's going about this the wrong way. He's planted these eggs in all the people of Earth uh, to mind control them. So that's the only way that they are on his side. Uh, he's calling them the the new 
Tuffles or Truffles or whatever. Uh, he's Dang. trying to repopulate planet plant. Uh, yeah, it looks like according to this, what the Saiyans committed genocide essentially. Yeah, K- like, killed all the Tuffles. Like uh, our friend Zach said, there's lots of genocide in Dragon Ball. Oh, fun. Well, then, yeah, like you said, the people of Earth don't deserve to be drugged into that, but the, no. Saiyan, the Saiyans definitely deserve to be attacked because of that. I mean, my goodness. Well, the problem with that is that all the bad Saiyans have already died by this point. Ah. Uh, except this is, for Vegeta. This is like uh, gen- generational vengeance. Yeah. Okay. So, Neo-Tuffles, then, like you said, are are the the humans and Saiyans, apparently, who have been implanted by an egg. And then, according to this, Baby decides to then convert Vegeta's body into his own and, in an effort to kill Goku. Yeah, which I think is a huge disservice to Vegeta. Where's mm. your Saiyan pride, Vegeta? <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> This is Dragon Ball GT we're talking about, so you know we're not asking for much, we're not expecting much, but, um, and, and if you're unaware, I'm binging GT because as a Dragon Ball fan, I decided I just need needed to mm-hmm. to finally just do this. <laughs> so you've been avoiding um, it for a while. I have not been interested all that much in GT. I mean, GT's from episode one; it's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was having a hard time keeping interest. I, I, I yeah, say in the first episode. Well, this series of Dragon Ball is uh, controversial. It's uh-huh. uh, mostly hated by the fans of Dragon Ball, so that's why I say that we shouldn't expect much of GT. But uh, shoot, I forgot where I was going with this train of thought. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I thought it really, it really sucked that Vegeta uh, gets uh, his body taken over without a fight or anything. So, but, <clears throat> now I was say, would it be fair to say that you've been hate watching Dragon Ball GT? Mostly during the Black Star. Dragon Ball Saga. The Baby Saga was a lot more interesting. Uh, but yes, yes and no. I keep saying Goku wouldn't do that. That's bad <laughs> writing. Well, I- I'll say this. This show... There are parts of the show I'm actually enjoying, like the Baby Saga, but at the same time, they really did a disservice to the characters. Um, like, they hardly don't use um uh, Goten and Gohan, uh, GT Bulma, these these legacy characters, Vegeta, they hardly use them at all. And when they do use them, um, I mean, they've just been relegated to side characters. I mean, especially Krillin. My gosh, Krillin and his entire family, uh, his wife, 18, and his daughter, I don't even remember the daughter's name, but they... They're just complete background characters. Complete background characters. But, um... So they featured much more prominently in um, Dragon Ball Z? Yes, they feature much more prominently in the actual stuff 
created by the creator Akira Toriyama. Yeah, I saw that it said um, this was not based on one of his mangas, but he did have some input in creation of some character or development of the characters, uh, but but not much the actual story, it seems. Yeah, I don't really know to what degree he actually should be credited with DT. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I just wish that they had uh, utilized the characters better. Um, I just think the writing could for this series so far could have been a lot better. The Black Star Dragon Ball series in specifically, I think, suffers from a lot of, a lot of bad writing. Uh, and it's just overall unenjoyable. I mean, it starts becoming enjoyable when Dr. Moo and Baby start appearing in it. But, I mean, especially that, that catfish. That two, There were two episodes devoted to a catfish terrorizing <laughs> a village. Like a mutant uh, catfish? It was a catfish, giant catfish man, like Catfish Zilla. <laughs> and supposedly he's creating these earthquakes, but it's just bad writing because in episode two we find out that he doesn't create the earthquakes, he just senses them coming and they just happen to happen at the exact right moment he needs it to happen to scare everybody. But it's just it's just poor writing. And in order to trick the catfish, Trunks, who who honestly should have been written a lot better as far as I'm concerned, because he is one of the most Bad butt, excuse my Captain America language. <laughs> He's one of the most bad butt <laughs> characters. He is he is one of my absolute favorite characters from Dragon Ball Z. I'm talking about Future Trunks, and I know this Trunks is not Future Trunks. This is the Trunks that grew up in the good timeline. But still, I just feel like he could have been written a lot better. And. uh so he, he, in order to trick the catfish, instead of just fighting the, the stupid catfish monster, they have to trick the catfish monster? Why? So I guess they're afraid if they fight the catfish that the catfish will just create a, uh earthquake to destroy the village. But So Trunks dresses up in drag and pretends to marry the catfish man. And so they, while while the catfish man is taking his new bride, carrying his new bride back to his home, the others have to follow him back to his cave and where Goku decides to strip his clothes and get naked and go swimming to follow the catfish man. So he's naked for a good chunk of this. And uh, to his granddaughter's chagrin, she screams, Grandpa, get your clothes back on. Yeah. Which is what we're all screaming. For shame, for shame. <laughs> Have you no shame, sir? Yes. Or son or child. But, uh, you know, my apologies to all those people out there that just really want to see some naked Goku baby. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't think we want to know who those people are, Will. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but I actually quit watching Dragon Ball GT, uh, during these two episodes because I just couldn't take it anymore. But then later I came back to it because I was bored. So it did get it did get better. But you know, this is the kind of stuff that we're uh looking at. I mean 
in the original Dragon Ball, we did have an episode like that, but that makes it even worse because all we're doing is rehashing an original Dragon Ball story that was actually done better. Uh, like anyone hasn't done that before, yeah. In the world of entertainment, <clears throat> uh, let's see. So we're um, this is kind of going back to a topic we spoke about earlier uh, about Toriyama's level of involvement. Um, yeah. According to and this, is assuming obviously the Wikipedia entry is accurate, it says uh, unlike the previous anime series in the Dragon Ball franchise, Dragon Ball GT does not adapt the manga series written by Akira Toriyama but tells an original story conceived by the staff of Toei Animation using the same characters and universe in the Dragon Ball manga. And it continues the story where Dragon Ball Z left off. Toriyama did, however, come up with the Dragon Ball GT name, which stands for Grand Tour, in reference to the series having the characters travel through the universe, and designed the appearances of the main cast. Toriyama himself referred to GT as a, quote, side story of the original Dragon Ball. So, so he had some involvement, but it sounds like he kind of just let them run with it after his initial involvement. And we all know what happens when Akira just lets people run with it. We get Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that I don't think that it probably didn't even make its budget back. I don't think did it. I doubt probably it. not. Yeah, maybe maybe that's something I can subject you to the horrors of and. Oh yeah, we could off. we could we could totally we could totally um hate slash mock watch uh Dragon Ball Evolution. Like I enjoy watching like every now and then just watch a movie that's so bad that you love to hate it. Well Or is it so is it not bad enough that you can love to hate it? No, it's just a I hate to hate it kind of thing. <laughs> no, I love to hate it, but I don't love it. Don't want to watch it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> in the in the realm of um, anime films turned live action gone wrong, how does it compare to the Last Airbender? The Last Airbender's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, well then, yeah, that doesn't surprise me though. Given the trailers I remember seeing back in the day, I'm like, yeah, no interest in watching this. <laughs> nope. And uh, this is off topic, but I thought for fun we would just you know watch and review some really terrible entertainment like uh dragon ball evolution the star wars holiday special you know that kind of trash <laughs> oh <laughs> yes we should absolutely do the the holiday special yes like i i finally got around to watching it uh earlier this year and i was like yes this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> i get to meet i get to meet chewbacca's entire family like who wouldn't love that and then there's just this... watch this cooking show yeah, a, a cooking show, and then this random like Whitney Houston esque music video in the middle of the the holiday special yeah. for, for some for some reason. <laughs> and then now I will say the Boba Fett cartoon was pretty cool. Yeah, that was that, cool. That actually. was pretty cool. Um, but no, it was just it was so bad that it was it was fun to watch actually. <laughs> but no, that was Boba Fett's first appearance, and that was before. Episode oh two. yes. That's right. That's right. I remember hearing that. I remember reading that somewhere. It's like, yeah. I think I finished the whole thing. I want to say, I think Laura, my wife, walked in at one point and was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, nope. (laughs) Something something to that effect. 
I tried to, to to subject Tommy to that. Uh, for y'all who don't know, that's a longtime friend of mine, Tommy. But um, I tried to I tried to subject him to the Hollywood special, and he 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 couldn't get like thirty minutes in. It would. That's how he felt about it too. <laughs> what? Like I said, it it was so bad that I actually enjoyed it. Um, but there are some other films uh, with properties that are maybe a little dearer like i love star wars but i have to admit batman's a little dearer to my heart which is in part as i've discussed before on this podcast batman robin is still the only batman film i've never finished Ah, and ah, ah, ah. unless we hate watch that at some point i probably never will we could we could could hate watch watch it it. (laughs) we yeah maybe we should maybe we should do that like like once a month we'll have a a hate watch episode (laughs) well just think of it this way even batman and robin is better the Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh dang! <laughs> well, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it's, uh, all right. Well, so how does it compare to the original Mortal Kombat? There's another comparison. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember if I've seen it. Uh, I, 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 I watched. Did. I watched most of it. Where did I? I don't even remember where I watched that or why I watched that. I was just curious, I guess. I found it somewhere, like the streaming service or YouTube or something. And I was like, yeah, this is not good. Uh, not sure how, I've heard the new one's not that great either. Um, but I don't know what you can really expect from a game where people just beat each other to a bloody pulp. So, like, you know, there's only so much mythos you can pull out of that. Well, the new Mortal Kombat was pretty good. Was it? Okay, I haven't seen it. Oh, you like, didn't see I've, it? I've heard yeah. mi- mixed reviews at best. But you, you enjoyed it? Well, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I would have just out of curiosity at, at some point, you know, when I'm just killing time. But, uh, you know, only have one life. So, <laughs> ah. this is true. By this the is way, true. I'm, I'm looking behind you and I see a Ghostbusters vehicle. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah on the other side there. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy saw. Um... The real Ghostbusters Ectomobile on clearance at Walmart and surprised me with it uh, sometime last few months. Oh yeah, dang! I remember. I remember when that came out. Well, I think it was the. Oh yeah, because that's the animated series version, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that as a kid. Like I remember that coming out. I remember seeing it in toy stores and such. I, I'm trying to remember if I ever had any of the the figures. This is this is definitely a tangent. Obviously, you know, Ghostbusters. It's definitely a tangent. <laughs> no relation whatsoever to Dragon Ball. Um, unless they had some American actors in common for like the dubbed versions or something. But other than that, well, that I mean, we could look it up. Maybe the same animation studio in Japan uh, worked on episodes. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Really stretching. <laughs> no, but we should, do, we should do an episode on the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because I, I do be remember. Great. My parents didn't let me watch much of it. I, I have favorite episodes. But I do remember, I certainly remember seeing previews for it, you know, on on, uh, on TV. And I think I, I did see a few episodes. It wasn't there. There was a show that came on around the same time about like mutant tomatoes or something. Was it? Yes. Attack of the, Attack Killer, of tomatoes? the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. I know that was a movie first, but then they, they did an animated series around the same time, I think, as as the real Ghostbusters. I wanna say they even came on like back to back at some point. They might have. I just remember 
for some reason those two are connected in my mind um <laughs> uh out of the 90s the 90s we we miss you 90s <laughs> we can wish on the dragon balls and become kids again yeah <laughs> there we go run around naked yeah so free flowing tiddlywinks free flowing little flow <laughs> i'm never gonna say that again <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so let's see okay so you haven't getting back to the main topic uh so you haven't gotten past the baby saga uh, it's just so. Do you know much about, or do you do you know much about the Android Seventeen Saga or the Shadow Dragon Saga? Like, had you already spoiled yourself about those, I'm, or are you I'm find, a little spoiled? Are you finding out as you go along? Like, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. I I know that in the uh, Shadow Dragon Saga, the uh, Eternal Dragon Shinron goes evil, and that there are, each ball has its own dragon character or something come out of it. And something about Goku eating the a Dragon Ball or something, and I don't know if he dies or what happens. But you know, I, I'm not too spoiled. I've heard about it. I've hated the ideas of most of what I've heard. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm I'm letting myself be surprised, enjoying certain moments, hating others. It's still better than Dragon Ball Evolution. Ah, yes. So if there's a Super Android 17, does that mean there was a Super Android 16 at some point? Yes and no. <laughs> like, do they come in sequence? Like, were there like 16 of them between Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z? Or is this just like random, like, this is number 17? No, no, no. There actually are numbers. Um, And we don't get to see them all. We don't. Can you see them all? Sorry. Androids. Continues it. In the original Dragon Ball, we got to see um um full metal jacket, depending on your translation, that was one of his names. Mm-hmm. Um wait. Isn't that an American movie? Full metal jacket? Or is that Japanese? No, that's American, but I think they were making fun of it. It was a Android that was basically uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Terminator. So <laughs> he was one of the androids, and then then there's a Frankenstein monster, which is one of the androids, and he has a number, but I can't remember his number right now. She's just like, uh, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> Does he actually say that in the series? Like, I'll be back. Well, I think that's one of the He's from the Red Ribbon Army saga, and if so, if we ever watch Dragon Ball together, I'm going to recommend the episodes uh, that include him. So, um, I don't remember. uh, I don't really think he says a whole lot. Sorry, that's not picking up, is it? Someone's messaging me on Facebook. Just heard a little beep. Okay. Anyway, um, anyway, so we jump ahead to Dragon Ball Z, and we have Android 16, 17, and 18, and Dr. Jero, who's turned himself into an android, 
Oh, we also have Android 19. I forgot about him. Um, Jerome might be Android 20. I'm not sure. So they do come in sequence. Uh, and Android 17 is a previously seen character pulled out of Dragon Ball uh, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the, the Dragon Ball movie that we watched in the theater, there were two androids yeah, in there, right? That's right. Because that was Dr. Jero's grandson. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then he made two more androids. That's true. Oh, and Cell. Cell was an android. Uh, I don't remember his number. Uh, they tried to make a new Cell in that movie we saw. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> that was a massive... Well, it was bigger than the other characters. But yeah. yeah. No, he looked more organic. Well... Anything else. You know, that's the thing. Uh, when it was translated into English, they called them androids, but they're really cyborgs. Okay. Um, so they're part um, flesh, part robot. Uh, Android 18 actually turns into a good guy and then marries Goku's best friend, Krillin, and they have a baby together. How? Well, because... <laughs> Oh, he has some some biological parts. Yeah, because Android eighteen and her brother seventeen were originally. I I really want to know their backstory. I really do, but until I find out their backstory, I'm just going to pretend they were teenagers that were in the wrong place at the wrong time and <laughs> got killed. And Doctor Jero took their bodies and turned them into robot people. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, when I when I hear side note, when I hear Android, I mean I'm a Star Trek fan, so I automatically think of Data. Yeah, Commander Data. Which, by the way, um, my wife, um, Laura watched uh, an episode of Star Trek: Next Generation with me the other night. Like I'd had such a crappy day, she offered to watch oh. one with me, and I was like, oh, "Be still, my beating heart." No. <laughs> a much better series than GT, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> so we we watched uh, one of um at least what used to be one of patrick stewart's favorite episodes called in theory and it's where uh, data attempts well he gets um he attempts to have a romantic relationship it's the second his second attempt uh but in this case it was um it's not with his cat <laughs> no not with spot no this is, this is with a, a co-worker that's not how spot got pregnant uh, <laughs> i'm sure spot's a male um <laughs> but no with one of his his uh, coworkers uh who has a tendency to fall in love with men who show no emotion and then of course she falls with a man who is literally incapable of showing no emotion oh my gosh uh, it's 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 pretty funny actually and uh Laura actually enjoyed it uh it was just it was funny it's funny episode <laughs> and um yeah Brent Spiner obviously is is hilarious and and you know just yeah it's, it's Right, but uh, <clears throat> no. When you talked about androids, um, an android having a child, <laughs> I just thought as a running joke among TNG fans, Data is fully functional. Really, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean he can have a child, but um, yes, he has the necessary parts. 
for other other activities laws (laughs) well he's considered sentient Uh, well actually there is an episode pretty early on in the series that um where that's up for debate um and it's challenged in in uh legally challenged whether he's sentient and sentient in the sense that he has his own legal rights and such Uh, it's a really good episode by the way i think it's called measure of a man measure of a man i believe um but yeah, like there's there's a scientist in the Federation who essentially wants to use data as like a template to make androids for every ship in the Federation, basically. But Captain Picard comes to Data's defense and says, argues that you know Data has essentially like free will. You know, he has he's a sentient organism essentially, and he has the same rights or should have the same rights as as humans, as Homo sapiens, to you know to refuse such a thing you know he's not just a machine he's not just federation he's not federation property yeah yeah so he argues for that really really good episode uh one of the best in, in tng this season two i believe um yeah season one is forgettable like like season one would be the dragon ball gt of, of uh-huh. star trek is it yeah, really that bad it's, it's pretty bad yeah it's pretty bad it's 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 enjoyable it's 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 so bad it's funny like to those of us that love tng like when my my um my dad I feel was like you've insulted the uh next generation oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry like even the actors would say yeah season one is bad oh okay <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah like if it had been made by fox fox would have canceled it after season one although oh they do gosh. actually no the reverse would be true with fox like they would cancel it if it was good. <laughs> yep. And just like they did with Firefly, just like they did with Dollhouse, right when it was getting good. Uh, Fox. Curse you, Fox. No. They didn't do it in the next files, though. They actually drug that sucker out too long. Um, Moneymaker. Money in it, the bank. Yeah, which Firefly would have been had they stuck with it. Are you guys still going to do your X-Files review? We need to do that. Yeah, Laura and I still need to do like we need to finish it. We got like two episodes left in the entire wow. series. And we just Our... hadn't we hadn't gotten back around to to finishing it. We need to do that though. Yeah. Now are you guys including the movies and the new series of X Files? Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's all the way to like season eleven, which came out four years ago, like twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah. Um yeah, like the so yeah, we've gotten all the way to like the last two episodes ever made um up to this point anyway i'm sure they'll reboot it at some point with somebody else but um i think that season was an attempt they had a couple of characters in there were going to be like Mulder and scully proxies or something uh, i was a little weird um but that didn't end up going anywhere um uh, but uh but yeah yeah we, we've, seen, we've seen both of the movies and then all 11 seasons with the exception of the final two episodes and uh yeah, I did go back and buy uh, season one on Blu-ray, so I've, I've got that on Blu-ray. It is cool. it's one of the best first seasons of any TV series I've ever seen, like bar none, like in terms of just quality of writing and production value and, and even acting like right off the bat. Like I put it right up there with Lost um, and Heroes, like Heroes season one was really good. Um, this series kind of went off the rails after that. We are, uh, way, we are way off topic, or I'm way off we topic. We are way off topic, you know, but 
But this is a treat for fans because they don't have to listen to us talk about how bad GT is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and for those of you that have uh, stuck with us to the very end of this episode, like you, bonus content. You got some bonus content. So, other assorted nerdy topics. Well, let's see. We got about three minutes left in our Zoom recording here. So, do you, after I watch the next two story arcs, should we do a GT part two? <laughs> Why not? Why not? We we can uh, we can hate on the final two sagas of the, <laughs> um, or or maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised, and we can come back and be like, I actually loved this saga. Like, but we'll see. We will see. You know, um, in the last three minutes, there, there was something really cool, but oh. I would have done it differently. Super Saiyan 4, Goku, baby Goku turns back into an adult when he goes Super Saiyan 4. Uh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just kept him as an adult at the, for the rest of the series. But no, every when he goes, he, he uh, powers down, he's a kid again. There's a little uh, section on that, actually, from... Um... In the Wikipedia article, uh, it says chief character designer Katsuyoshi Nakatsuru said he agonized over designing Super Saiyan 4 Goku, which was the idea of the show's producers, questioning whether it was necessary to go further with the transformations. Because Super Saiyan 4 is brought about while in a Saiyan's great ape form, he made the hair more wild and covered Goku's body in red fur. There was only a single draft, final draft of the character, although Nakatsuru did consider making the hair blonde. He ended up choosing black as it provides more contrast with the red fur. Uh, that's, that's what the Wikipedia article has to say about Super Saiyan 4. Goku. Another problem. If it's Super Saiyan, the hair should be blonde. <laughs> yeah, which apparently he considered doing that and he's like, yeah, you know, because blonde clashes with red. You know, if you got red fur and blonde hair, I just don't look good together. You know what I mean? Well, the like, fur should be blonde too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, just blonde all the way. I don't really consider that a Super Saiyan transformation for me. That's more like Grape Ape Two or something. Grape Ape. Great uh, Ape. Great Ape. <laughs> yes, make it purple. Grape Ape. Yeah. Grape Ape. That's right. <laughs> oh, that'd be a new tangy that, flavor. That probably. Uh, I'd probably owe you an explanation on Great Ape, but we don't have time for that right now. No, we got less than a minute. All right, nerds, thanks for joining us for this uh, discussion of Dragon Ball GT. Uh, we, I don't know, <laughs> we may or may not recommend you go see it yourself, but uh, you know that's up to you. <laughs> um, Will's working his way through it, so you can follow his lead. Um, I am suffering, so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's why we're doing this. You can you can know what you're in for if you're contemplating watching GT. So, nerds, we will... Well, we won't see you. You'll hear from us next week. Not if we hear you about you first. Okay, I didn't try. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Live long and Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Irreverent Nerds Podcast. 
You can follow us on Instagram at irreverent underscore nerds, plural. We are on Facebook. Our fan page is simply called The Irreverent Nerds. We're on YouTube, The Irreverent Nerd. And if you go to anchor.fm forward slash irreverent nerd, you can support us for 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. You can also send us a voice message, which we may include in a future episode. Fellow nerds, until next time, make it so. Engage. Avengers Assemble! I am Batman.